Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pachardvis and joining me is Senior Investment Analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Rafi, we're still dealing with many uncertainties after the U.S. election. Trump has stepped up his legal fight to overturn Joe Biden's projected win, and the virus crisis is leading some U.S. states to head towards new lockdowns. That said, we should see economic data moving to the forefront next week. Let's begin with Australia, where the RBA expanded its quantitative easing program at its November meeting. What should we expect from the minutes coming up on Tuesday? Well, Maria, the RBA actually uh, did quite a lot in November. They slashed rates to near zero and they beefed up uh, their quantitative uh, easing program. Uh, so they appear to be pretty much done for the time being, at least. Uh, so we're, we're, the, the minutes are not likely to reveal that much. Though we might get some hints of uh, whether or not uh, they're more likely to ease again or more likely uh, to stand pat for the foreseeable future. We will also be getting uh, significant data. We're going to get uh, employment numbers as well as the preliminary retail sales figures uh, as well uh, for. Uh, for October, uh, so uh, we should uh, that that should tell us how well the recovery is going as Australia emerges from its uh, second uh, lockdown. Uh, on the whole, though, given that the RBA isn't likely to uh, to act again uh, in the near future, uh, the main driver for the Aussie will be a global risk appetite. Of course, we had that vaccine news which boosted. Uh, risk sentiment globally, but then we had, of course, uh, sudden deterioration uh, in the near-term outlook because of uh, the worsening virus situation. Uh, so the Aussie will be mainly driven by those factors. But there's also going to be some Chinese data as well, which might uh, also uh, affect risk sentiment uh, because, of course, China is re- appears to be the only bright spot in the global uh, economic uh, recovery. Uh, and so if we do see further signs of strength in Chinese recovery, that might uh, provide a bit of a boost to the Australian dollar next week. Okay, now in Japan, we'll get a slew of data next week, beginning with third quarter GDP on uh, Monday. Are we expecting to see a rebound and what will this mean for the yen? So we should see a solid rebound for the third quarter, but that won't anywhere near uh, far enough in terms of recouping the lost output from the second quarter. And that's given the fact that the, sec- uh, the contraction in the Japanese economy was much milder th- than in other advanced economies, uh, because uh, although the, the the second quarter contraction wasn't that big. It had actually uh, already been a technical recession uh, prior to the pandemic. Uh, and uh, given that Jap- Japan's economy is hugely dependent on a global trade, which although we did see a strong rebound in exports uh, in the third quarter, uh, it still didn't, uh, didn't go far enough in terms of uh, helping Japanese manufacturers to uh, reach pre-pandemic levels. So that's all of that is likely to keep the Bank of Japan uh, on edge uh, for uh, quite some time yet. Uh, the Bank of Japan doesn't really have uh, that many options in terms of what else uh, it can do. And that's why it's keeping an even closer eye on the exchange rate. Uh, we did see uh, uh, both the Bank of Japan and the government officials getting nervous when dollar-yen started falling towards 100. 
good. Uh, so that's a key level uh, to watch. We did, we had dollar yen has re now rebounded a little bit. Uh, we had, of course, uh, on that that positive uh, vaccine uh, news. Uh, but if we do see further slide in dollar yen, then uh, the, the exchange rate might become uh, a more important tool uh, for policymakers in Japan. Moving over to the UK now, we'll get October CPI out on Wednesday and retail sales on Friday. Is any of this data likely to be a mover for sterling? And what about ongoing Brexit turbulence? Well, of course, there's always Brexit uh, lurking in the background. Uh, and uh, given that they missed the uh, October deadline, uh, we're now looking at uh, and, and now they're on track to miss the, uh, the, the mid-November uh, deadline as well. It looks like we're going to have at least another week of negotiations taking place. Uh, and next week, we do have that uh, EU summit on November uh, the uh, 19th. Uh, but negotiations may still continue uh, beyond that. Uh, the, the important thing will be to watch out whether or not uh, the UK and EU negotiators will be able to reach some kind of a framework uh, to which a Brexit deal will be, a trade deal will be based on. Uh, so if we do get some kind of a frame outline of a deal uh, by the EU summit, and then after that, we might see uh, some further negotiations to fill in the details, if you like. Uh, but uh, it's that uh, if the, the, there's no agreement at all whatsoever in the upcoming week, uh, then it means we're probably going to be looking at uh, December, some point in December, uh, as the next possible uh, deadline. All of that, of course, uh, should lead to further volatility for the pound. Uh, and we're likely to see not a huge reaction from the uh, incoming data. Retail sales, though, uh, will be the main important one next week. Uh, there's also inflation, but given, given that we just had those uh, GDP numbers out of the UK in the past, week, uh, you, it, it confirmed that the uh, UK economy had started, the recovery had started to lose pace uh, in September. So if we do get a poor reading for October retail sales, then that's not going to bode well for the fourth quarter. Uh, and so it really is looking uh, like a bumpy ride uh, for Sterling. And finally, in the US, other than the ongoing virus surge, what are the other upside risks for the greenback? And what can we expect from next week's data releases, including retail sales on Tuesday? So we'll also be getting retail sales numbers out of the US uh, next uh, week. Uh, now, like in the UK, uh, consumption does make up a big portion uh, of the economy in the US. So uh, any worrying developments on the retail sales front would uh, would send some warning signals about the US uh, recovery. Uh, so far, the US recovery ha has maintained sufficient momentum, uh, but uh, in recent days we've had uh, the daily number of virus infections in the US reach record uh, levels. Uh, several states have already announced tighter restrictions, and if you do see a further tightening of restrictions, and even perhaps uh, some states uh, announcing a lockdown, uh, then that would lead to a sharp uh, downward revision to fourth quarter GDP uh, for the US. Uh, and all of that would also would in fact be uh, positive for the US dollar because if, if we see a sudden deterioration in the U economic outlook in the US, uh, we know that the, the, the dollar uh, tends to um, uh, tends to gain on the back of uh, risk of flows in the markets. Unless, of course, uh, it's only uh, slightly uh, 
slightly negative uh, data on the whole, uh, then that would that's more likely to weigh on the dollar uh, if there's, it doesn't hugely impact the virus outlook. Uh, but really, the dollar will be uh, mainly driven by the the, uh, the virus picture in, in the U.S. Uh, the dollar did fall back on the back of the vaccine news, but that was a, so far only proved to be a short-term thing. Uh, and the more immediate concern uh, is uh, how uh, the U.S. and the U and Europe uh, will uh, ride out the virus storm, uh, virus storm in the winter months. Uh, now another. Uh, factor that could boost the dollar next week is the ongoing election uncertainty. Uh, Trump's team uh, is now focusing on six uh, battleground states uh, where they're hoping to either order a recount or have the elections uh, uh, or delay the election results in those states from being uh, certified. He's unlikely to achieve much there, but you never know if anything does happen on that front, that would uh, be another factor uh, boosting uh, the US dollar. Uh, but if we do see, though, uh, s s all of these concerns the side of the past week, then uh, that should help the dollar um, also fall back. But really, uh, the, the, the main risk for the dollar so far appear to be uh, on the upside uh, for the next few days. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.